1: Countries and cities around the world have offered a variety of incentives and restrictions for those who are and are not vaccinated against COVID-19. You may earn the opportunity to enter a million dollar lottery if you receive the vaccine, or on the other hand, be lawfully denied entry to your favorite restaurant if you're not vaccinated.
0: In Uganda, a bus was pulled over at a routine checkpoint. Passengers were asked to show the proof of vaccinations. When some patrons refused, health officials got angry and called the police to escort the patrons off the bus. Following their removal from the bus, they were taken to a white tent on the side of the road and given the AstraZeneca vaccine before they were allowed back on the bus.
1: Officials in Uganda believe these forceful tactics are necessary and at the end of the day, save lives. There's a lot of hesitancy about the vaccine in Uganda because people believe that the vaccine causes infertility, among other rumors. Across the continent of Africa, 80% of people have not received even one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine.
0: The issue is partly due to limited supplies, depending on the area, but vaccine hesitancy still plays a major role in low vaccination rates. 700 million doses of the vaccine have been delivered across the continent, but only half of them have been administered. Vaccine misinformation is rampant across the continent and combined with much of the population's mistrust in the government, there's extreme hesitancy in receiving the vaccine.
1: (sighs) This has driven the governments of these countries to take more forceful measures, like in Uganda. There is circulating legislation that could potentially impose jail time in some countries. Citizens do not openly criticize government policies because open demonstrations, they believe, will be cause for acts like reprisal. This issue is not isolated to just the COVID-19 vaccines. There's a lot of misinformation about other vaccines and medicines.
0: It seems that a sturdy investment in community health and education is the best way to regrow trust amongst populations in receiving vaccinations and medications. It may take longer to build that trust in some African countries than it would in other parts of the world, but it seems to be a very positive and fair option towards growing faith in vaccines. That seed of distrust in vaccines has sprouted throughout the world. And it's such a shame. It's hard to come down on one side or the other on this story. Mm -hmm. That said, do I think pulling people off a bus and forcefully injecting them? No. But at the same time, I think as public health practitioners, we have to do a better job of education.
1: Right. And trying to reach people where they are. If there's reasons that they're hesitant, Find out those reasons and talk to them. We have to do better at that.
0: 100%. Early detection of Alzheimer's may be possible with a simple memory test. Researchers say a simple memory test may be able to provide early indications of Alzheimer's disease. In a new study, more than 4,000 participants were asked to remember pictures of images they were shown. The lower scoring groups had higher percentages of people with the presence of beta amyloid plaque that are associated with Alzheimer's.
1: So experts say simple memory tests could be a useful tool in the early diagnosis of Alzheimer's. These test scores could help predict the onset of dementia by five to eight years. For people in the more advanced stages, signs like this could show up before diagnosis by one to three years. The participants underwent a test in which they were
0: shown pictures of a certain object and given a clue about the category that item belonged in. Those who participated in the study were then asked to remember them. If they couldn't recall the item, they were asked to name the category. In older people without dementia, such a technique may help with mild memory retrieval issues. However, such a technique would not be helpful for those experiencing dementia.
1: Based on how they scored on the test, the participants were placed in five groups from zero to four. The first three groups were for people who had trouble remembering an item at first, but could remember if given clues. Members in groups three and four had difficulty remembering items even with clues. About 30% of people in group zero had evidence of beta amyloid plaque on their brain scans, which is a biomarker for Alzheimer's. Another 31% of people had beta amyloid plaque in group one, 35% in group two, 40% in group three, and 44% in group four.
0: Experts believe that there are some limitations to the study, one being that those enrolled had a higher level of education. That means results may not apply to the general population. Lower levels of education are a potential risk for Alzheimer's. Experts believe that education levels can directly correlate with dementia risk and dementia outcomes. Nonetheless, the study is very impactful and very informative. Certainly very interesting hope. Hopefully it's tests like this that can screen easy. And then if screen positive, then do things to you know early interventions. So certainly something that is potentially very beneficial. Getting stronger in under one minute. How much time a day do you think you need to get stronger? Do you think you get stronger in under a minute? How about three seconds? A new study, according to the New York Times, suggests you could increase strength in just three seconds per day. I'm having a little bit of a hard time believing this, Hope. So let's see what this story says.
1: I'm 100% with you. <laughs> so this study suggests that men and women who contracted their arms as hard as they could for three seconds per day, increased bicep strength by 12% in just one month.
0: Okay, I that was three seconds and I just contracted as hard as I could. So let's see what happens.
1: The study published in the Scandinavian Journal of Medicine and Science and Sports had college students work out for three seconds per day, five days per week. First of all, the college students. So they're g- going
0: to say same thing. <laughs> college students, Scandinavian college students. They were healthy to begin with. Thank you. <laughs> and young. Okay.
1: <laughs> the students participated in no other forms of weightlifting.
0: Groups of students participated in a contraction bicep exercise, an extension bicep exercise, or emotional contraction of the bicep where the weight was held in place. The data was compared to students who did not participate in any weightlifting whatsoever. The data revealed that those who held the weights in place or lifting them had a strength increase of around 6%. Those extending their biceps, lowering the weight had the greatest increase of 12%.
1: Oh my gosh, this can be an incredible and easy way for people to strengthen their muscles in general, but also for people who are interested in becoming regular weightlifters. The exercise can be easily conducted at home with a weight that feels heavy. Beginning with one weight held in two hands may be easier for some. As you progress, you can move to one weight per hand and steadily increase the weight over time.
0: The exercise did not lead to an increase in muscle mass, strictly an increase in bicep strength. This is an incredibly easy way to improve bicep strength for anyone who's interested. And since it requires such a small amount of time, why wouldn't you do it? I don't know. This is uh (laughs) sure there was increase in bicep strength. I don't know. It's an interesting story. Uh, I'll definitely say that.
1: Yes. And what people need to realize, this is just an increase in bicep strength. If you think you can, you know, binge over the weekend and then just hold a weight in place and (laughs) lose the weight the next day, that's not going to happen. Okay.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. hundred percent agree.
1: Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to
0: subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review, letting us know your favorite part of the show.
1: You can find me, Hope Pickerson,
0: at hopepickerson.com And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at The Dr. Derry, that's D-R-D-E-R-Y.
1: To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefortheshow.com. We are grateful to our
0: sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any
1: last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly. And
0: protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right.